Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. And joining me every week is my brother Pedro, right there. Um, what's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro Ruiz, creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing, DIY electronics, smash them together to make inspirational projects mm -hmm. for you. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We're going to start kick it off with today's coupon code. It's Gyroid. Oh, yeah. Gyroid. That's, that's today's coupon code. This works on everything in the Adafruit shop. I was waiting for like a joke or something funny. Um, so you can check out um, anything in the Adafruit shop and get 10% off your order with coupon code GYROID. So check that out. It works on everything in the shop except for gift, certificates, and Adaboxes. those subscriptions to the Adabox. Yeah, yeah. If you head on over to the Adafruit site and go to adafruit.com free, you'll see we have free stuff going on, free deals with every order you get a free Circuit Python sticker. Isn't that awesome? Check it out. Did it work? It didn't work. There it goes. Yeah, so a free sticker with every single order. We get like thousands of orders a day. We're giving thousands of these stickers out. So that's awesome. Nice little freebie. You really get a sticker. Promote. You get a sticker. You all we get all get stickers. A purple Python named Blinka. That's who she is. And she's all about teaching you how to use Python on hardware. So check it out. For orders that are a dollar or more, you get that sticker. So it's basically everything in the shop. Um, for orders that are $99 or more, you get that sticker plus a Permaproto half-size breadboard. That's that lovely through-hole gold-plated breadboard. Super fancy. Really nice. For orders that are 200 or more, you get the Permaproto, you get the sticker, and UPS ground shipping. That's a big order. And then for orders that are $299 or more, you get all that plus a Circuit Playground Express as photoed here. Very cool. So check out those deals, adafruit.com slash free. And we have some delivery options for you folks in the New York City area. Y'all got that same day delivery option, which is awesome. And then um, there's other delivery options as well. So check out adafruit.com slash shipping. Quick note on shipping. It looks like if you go to the website, there's a banner. Man, my thing stopped working. Um, my little hotkeys stopped working. There's a little banner at the top of the site. It says September 2nd is Labor Day, so don't order stuff on that day. Or if you do order stuff on that day, it'll oh, go out the next day. There you go. And if you click on the Labor Day thing, um, adafruit.com slash shipping info, we'll show you all the, my gosh, all the stuff that's fit to print. No, to all ship. The, all the, yeah, all the stuff. Yeah, whatever. All right, so there's that. We got newsletters as well. Um, this one happens once a week, or no? Is it the news? Once a week. Once a week. This is the product-focused one, so it happens every week. Go to uh, adafruit.com/newsletter to sign up for that one. We have a bunch of different options, like electronics, the new products, new one coming out, Make Code. Oh so yeah. Definitely check that out. All yeah. of the awesome over, uh, roundup. Of yeah. all of the awesome video games and make code arcade to all the awesome projects a lot of people are using. That's right. To get those newsletters, go to adafruitdaily.com. You can check the boxes and submit things. If you're already subscribed, it'll tell you that you are, and then you can update your profile, which that's is a, a standalone site. You want to do that. We don't spam folks, so that's why you got to do it mm -hmm. standalone. All right, so there you go. There's the Adafruit Daily and the Adafruit newsletter. 
Huge shout out to the CircuitPython team. We have a meeting for CircuitPython. It's community-based. Um, it's a great way to catch up with the folks, the core devs, and it's public. It's hosted on our Discord server. Happens every Monday at 2 p.m. So you can check it out there. And we have a nice, not that, where was it? I had something and I missed it. All right. Well, you can go to circuitpython.org and check out all the latest hardware that is um, that's supported for CircuitPython. So you can check it out. A lot of new boards from the community getting new boards, I think, on the weekly. So that's awesome. Just check it out, circuitpython.org. Quickest way to get CircuitPython on your hardware. Okay, let's see. If you are a maker looking for some maker skill, wait, if you're a, a skilled maker looking to get paid for your skills, check out jobs.adafruit.com. That is a jobs board. It's free to sign up. If you're an employer looking for employees, you can create a profile and create a job listing. It's also free for you to do so. So check out jobs.adafruit.com. All sorts of cool uh, makery, programming, artistic installations, all sorts of different job posts. So check it out, jobs.adafruit.com. That's my uh, this week's project, cranking. <laughs> OK, uh, so we're hanging out in the chat room. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. It's early. We know it's early. Hey, everybody and in shout Facebook. Shout out to everybody in Facebook, hello, YouTube, Facebook. and Discord. Hello, hello. If you want to find <laughs> out any of the links that we're talking about, you can find them on any of the uh, Chat rooms. Yeah, we're checking. Our favorite chat room is Discord. We have a Discord server. Checking it out right now. I'm hanging out in the live broadcast chat room. Man, my key commands don't work. This is gonna drive me nuts. I don't know what happened. It's probably a checkbox. This is enable. Disable. They know pretty much. You're gonna have to click around for this show. It's uh, auto live swap. Sometimes if you just turn it on and then turn it off, it'll kickstart it back up. You see how it's not doing it? Great job, Wirecast. Excellent job. Live only. What is going on? Yeah, that's gonna... I like how we saved the settings for all this, but that doesn't no, matter. It's... It doesn't care. It doesn't care. Wirecast doesn't care no. about your settings. No. It still thinks we're at 140 by 240 resolution. Yeah. I don't think it's this one, the auto live. Let me see if that works. Oh, it's working. Sweet. All right. Yeah, it was the auto live swap. Sweet. All right. I think we bantered long enough. You ready to jump into this week's project? Let's go ahead and jump into this super awesome tool as this week's project. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You head on over to the Adafruit learning site. You can find our learn guide there. Cranky Adabot solder dispenser is what I called it. It's basically a solder dispenser with that hand crank. Remember the hand crank we made for the USB and the Pi Gamer? We thought, hey, why don't we put that on our little solder dispenser? And that's what we did. Yeah, so this is the remake of a previous solder dispenser that we had right. before. Mm -hmm. But with a crank, because cranks are so in, they're so hot right now. <laughs> it so it is featuring the exact same crank that we used for the Pi Gamer crank. So it's print right. in place. That's right. And uh, so it'll fit any standard rotary encoder, potentiometer, pop it out. Oh, here, I'll, I'll let, let you drive So that. the little guy comes out like that. So this is printed in one piece, right? This is the crank, this is the hero of the show. And it has a free spinning handle. So it's got like tolerance between these two edges, like gap. 
And then uh, same thing over here, so it's got a little hinge there. So you print this all in one piece, like that, flat on the bed. It prints, no supports. And uh, you can see here, it's got that nice rounded edge here so that the support or the overhang kind of catches itself. And this little nub here, or this little hub here, will connect to any uh, rotary encoder. So I made sure that the little guy here uh, press fits on there nicely without too much um, force. So it pops in there like that. Very nice. So the top here is easy to come off. Use that snap fit features that you can uh, learn how to design in our snap fit tutorial using Fusion. And uh, this is interesting because it has uh, a, a gyroid infill on the on the uh, on the surface. And the way to do this is you can uh, turn off your top and bottom layers and your slicer, and that way it only prints infill. So you can create these really complex sort of uh, grill meshes um, without having to draw them in CAD. You can just tell your slicer to, to, to make this an infill pattern or to print only the infill pattern on your part. It works really well for these type of flat cases and things. We've done this with like an iPhone case, iPad cases, and they look really neat. It's gotta be flat though, because it's infill and it makes it kind of stretchy as, as I've been playing with it. So there you go. So let's hit on, oh yeah, so this fits a, your standard uh, solder, spool of solder. This comes out like that. That little cover piece comes off. Really easy to take it apart. Uh, so yeah, these uh, little spools of solder, they all have an inner diameter of about an inch. What is an inch? That's 25.4 millimeters. So that's the inside diameter here. So we sell a bunch of these different types of spools. Um, we have different sizes of them and stuff. Uh, which one do I like to use? I think I use the 0.2 one. They're different thicknesses, so if you want something, a wire with a little bit thicker, um, you can see it. They're all 60-40 um, rosin core, whatever the rating is, so you can check those out. But those all are going to fit on this little guy. If it doesn't fit, you can modify this guy, which is the little holder for the spool, right? So the way this works is uh, it has like this, this shape uh, so that it's a little bit um, flexible so that when you put the spool of solder, it'll kind of flex slightly to it. And then uh, I, I wanted to make it really, really nice and uh, snug. snug because now I can't get it. <laughs> so that when you rotate it, it, this doesn't freely spin. So when you crank it, it'll stay locked here to that. But I have some tips on how to print this because it has a really low, uh, really small surface area for printing on the bed. So it, it, it'll get knocked off if you don't add a brim to it, which I'm going to cover, talk about now. So it prints up, upright like this. It won't even stay balanced because it's half. <laughs> Let's jump into the learn guide and actually talk about the slice settings. Okay, so I got some tools here, soldering iron, brass sponge, 3D printer, and filament. Yay. When it comes to 3D printing, um, here's the kit. You can download it from these three different sites. Shout out to Colts3D and my manufacturer for being overall cool people. So I talk about the inner diameter here. The, uh, the actual design source is free to download. It's an open source design. Uh, so if you're using Fusion 360, one of the cool things about it is you can use parameters, user parameters. This is where you open up a window and then you can change one value, like the inner diameter, bless you and quickly make an adjustment without having to go through a sketch or having to drag and pull vertices and stuff. You can just change one value very programmatically uh, and it'll update your design if you have sketched it out properly, which I have, so you can change that and uh, it should just update. So if you have a small tweak that you want to make, pop it into Fusion, open up the parameter window and then just change whatever value you like. So that's 
uh, it's looking really nice. When it comes to the top here, the little gyroid infill, I have this little screenshot that talks about uh, some of the slice settings in Cura specifically. So here are the two kind of categories that are pulled out of the slicer. I have the infill here, 10% infill, gyroid is the infill pattern. Line direction doesn't matter, that's just default. And then shell, where the shell is, uh, you want to turn your top and bottom layers, those are like the, the solid layers, uh, you want to set that to zero. Um, because then you can print just the infill like that. So those are the two main things that you want to do if you want to try to print something like this cover where it has just the infill. So there's your slice settings there. You want to play around with the different infill settings. 20 is pretty extreme. 10 seems pretty nice. And if you want it really, really stretchy, you can go down to like 8 or 5. Cool. So that's how you get that cool gyroid pattern. Uh, when it comes to the colors, I do have a single version, a single colored version where you would print the head, the eyes and the mouth separately in different colors and then super glue them together. Uh, with this one particularly, we got Ultimaker 3s, so we were able to uh, dual extrude it, which saved us a lot of time and it makes it look really nice. Zero cleanup required, zero uh, towers and all this stuff. Ultimaker 3s are really good at dual extruding, so that's uh, what we try to do. We try to make a design where it also uses dual extrusion, but it's also single extruded as well, so you can play around with this both of them. Okay, so when you're printing uh, the little holder for the spool holder, definitely want to add a brim. Brim is under the build plate adhesion setting inside of Cura, again. You want to change this to brim, where it says the adhesion type. Normally I like to use a skirt because I'm normally printing pretty flat things, but there's not a lot of surface on the nub here, so adding a brim is definitely critical. I'd say minimum of, of five millimeters is a good width. Probably want to do a little bit higher, but I think five works okay. And that's really it. That's the only trick that it comes to uh, printing uh, this, this, this piece. That's it, just making that brim. When it comes to colors, I have a list of all the colors, a list of all the STLs as well. Um, the colors were sourced from a lot of different places, so we used to carry a bunch of the colors, but uh, we've kind of well, they, dis they discontinued a bunch of colors. Yeah, specifically this teal blue, which I still link to, just to give you an idea of what the color looks like. That way you can go on Amazon and find out what color might look good. Pedro's actually over there looking for a replacement spool that we are have yet to even open. I know. This kind of looks, this looks pretty close, actually. Uh, where am I? Here we are. That one. Yeah, so, so this we'll is the... Right, the it colors are all changing. pretty cool. It looks pretty close. 175, mm -hmm. hopefully we can get a 285 version. Looks like it has less green Go back than to this one. your computer. There you go. There we can go. see a little bit more. Yeah, so we'll test this out and we'll report back on it. There's also uh, eSun, I believe. Kirby said eSun also oh, creates, yes, yes. also sells a similar color. So you can check those out. It's hard to find this blue, right? The right shade of blue, Adabot blue. Yeah, we have definitely reached the point where all filament now is like, Pretty cheap now. Looks yeah, like there's a lot of manufacturers. Yeah. yeah, very good. Sweet. Yeah, and there's a note here. We don't carry all the filament. Search on Amazon. <laughs> Sorry. It's hard to keep them in stock. All right, that's pretty much it when it comes to the slice settings and dual extruding. Um, gyroid. Yeah, I think that's about it. So the assembly walks through, you know, gluing the parts together. Got the pupils on top of the eyes. The little ear cup fits to the cover um, to avoid printing it with supports. You just glue it on top, make sure it's centered when you glue it. Then you can install the holder by fitting it through the little ear cup, and then you can uh, snap fit the crank onto the little nub here, and then you can put your solder spool on there. 
Yep, yep, yep. And you fit it through those uh, the little groove in the railing. I don't know if I chatted about it, we can show it right now. The box itself has like this little railing on the side. Now the reason why this is open is so that I can actually pop in and out the actual solder or the, the yeah, the solder holder, the spool holder, this guy. That's why I had this piece come out. I was like, well, how do I keep it in there? Well, this little, um, this little kind of shape here kind of makes like a rail. And then this piece, it prints with this uh, nub here, this 45 degree angle nub, so that it can have some kind of registration to it so that it can slide in like that. And that, that won't come out because of the shape, the little V shape there. So that can't come out. And then when you put this top on there, now it's definitely not coming out. It can't be moved at all. And this little ear cup is what was glued on. You can kind of see the glue is still there. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how you get that cool shape. You can make a box, one piece slides out so that you can pop things in here and install it. So let's go ahead and install it. Pop this in. Again, it's got a really snug fit. So you'll want to either sand it down or give it a couple of, insert it a couple of times, press fit it a couple of times so that it loosens up that tolerance a little bit. I really need to get some more solder. Look at that, I'm almost out. All right, so with that in there, then I can put this cover through the little nub here, like that, and that protrudes slightly. And then I have enough room to put this guy in here. Just line up those flat edges with the crank and the drive hub, press fit it there. So now it's nice and in there. All right, so now you get this whole little assembly. You can now slide this in to the little railing, like that. Now you're gonna have to adjust this guy slightly. And now you can, once you get that peg inside the little ear cup, just give it a nice click or press and then you get that click. Now you can see it's rotating inside there. Now the reason why that peg is like half of a, it's like a semicircle, is because when I had it as a full circle, boy was it a pain in the butt to pop that in there because the way the groove has, there's actually a little it's tighter on the outside and then like looser on the inside so that it actually won't fall out now. So it actually, that's why you hear a, a click because it does actually click in there. That way it can freely spin in there and not fall out when the gravity is pushing down on it. And then I added this cutout here at the bottom so that you could actually get to the solder and then thread it through his little mouth or at least see how much you have. And that's another reason why I have this here so that you can uh, see through the top and see how much solder you got. Oh, my crank. There you go. This is uh, so useful. It actually matters um, where, how you position it. So you see how it's, just like how you're filling up your spool of, of filament, you want to flip it around and make sure that it's going to go in the right. Oh yeah, so you can crank it the yeah, right way. Yeah, the crank it the right way. Sometimes probably it's probably easier to thread this through the mouth right now as opposed to later. Teleputer is asking if you uh, could you have made the circle into a sort of a spring. Absolutely, you could. I also had a notch going down so we could so we could flex. So imagine this is two nubs and this is a cut down the middle. Mm. It kept breaking. Oh. <laughs> it kept, this piece kept breaking and leaving one nub. And that's what I was like, well, F it. I'm just going <laughs> to leave one nub there. But uh, that's the way I, I sorted that out. All right, so there you go. 
Yeah. Oh, now it won't wrap because the solder doesn't, it's not tied to the hole there, so now it's just freely. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's, that's funny. It's a funny uh, edge case here. It is. It's like, wait a minute. Solder. <laughs> it won't. It won't. <sighs> Should have used the full spool. I know. Should have used the full spool. <laughs> this doesn't actually work. <laughs> Thumbs down. Anyway, that's, uh, that's one way to do it. Cool. You can download the file. It's free to download. Try it. Give your printer a... Uh, uh, something to print. I don't know. I was going to say, like, try out the tolerances and see how well the print and place hinge will work. Because mm -hmm. they're kind of neat. There's another cool way to visualize how big this is going to be, which is going to segue us into prototyping. Yes. Yep. I think experimenting a lot with AR filters. That's right. You want to go to it now? Yep. Go right into it so we can check this out. So last week, uh, I don't know where PT found this. He was like, hey, there's a new app it. come out. I saw a Spark AR. <laughs> I was like, hey, this is a tutorial. Yeah, there's, you just messed up my story. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know sorry. That's what I do. Continue. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, over the last weekend, I saw a Stephanie, who's an awesome YouTuber and uh, fellow maker. Yep. And she had a tutorial on how to create your own Instagram filter. I was like, what is this? How do you do that? So she used a, an app called Spark AR, and she walks through how to create uh, custom uh, glasses that go over your face. The Spark AR handles facial tracking, it handles assets, it can bring in 3D assets, 2D assets, and um, it's kind of like a node-based visual programming editor, I guess. Check it out, Spark AR. It lets you create Instagram stuff. We, we blogged about it, uh, blogged about uh, Stephanie's tutorial as well and shared that on the blog. But a really good walkthrough on how to create uh, your own Instagram filter. Mm -hmm. um, but this one shows using the plane tracker to track planes. So a table, a floor, et cetera. Um, so we thought, hey, we can totally bring in our CAD files and get a, an AR look at the thing. If you don't have, if you don't want to print it or you want to see the sizing of something before actually printing it, you can use this as a tool to visualize just size and fitting of your thing. So this is one-to-one -one scale. I mean, you can see it right next to the real thing. Obviously, there's some you know shadows that are missing. The way that AR works. Yeah, but it's amazing. You don't need a tracker like before with the augmented days. You'd have to print out a tracker, and then your software would track that, and then it would stay locked to that. This doesn't need any of that. And in uh, terms of distribution, this is a lot more easier than having Trevor. Uh, create these assets inside of Swift for iOS and then having that submitted to the App Store, which if you've ever worked with them, it yeah. takes forever. It's, to in, get it's in, approved and submitted and then their whole approval and, uh, developer portal is like super streamlined where you can share your creation within seconds and get a, 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 a link that mm -hmm. people can right away start playing with this. So we did that. Um, and one of the first or second ones is to visualize how NeoPixel rings could look like on your face. There's tons of NeoPixel... Uh, Sizes? Yeah, but I was gonna say, there's lots of NeoPixel goggle projects. And this is one that really shows, well, which the right NeoPixel is the right size for my frame, for my face, for my costume. Do I get the 12, the 16, the 24? <laughs> so they're all here, stacked uh, in different orders. So it's tracking your face, you're able to position the model where you want. So we made our own little kind of um, glasses filter this yeah, will be available uh, soon on uh, the Adafruit uh, Instagram. So if you want to take a look at that, we can open up Instagram. If you go to the Adafruit um, homepage, there's a new tab. 
right next to the little shop pot, there's a little face tab. If you click on that, you can see the filters that we have. And this is um, the Halloween mask, the monster mask. We made that into a filter. How awesome. So if you so wanted to try out what the monster mask actually looks like, because uh, a lot of our popular projects are usually sold out, you can actually check out how big do they actually look on my face. Yeah. So there's a one-to-one -one scale. You can see the animation on the, the eyes. I do want to program in there some logic so when you tap the screen, it'll switch through all of the different eye textures that John is uh, working on. Yeah, that would so be really flip cool. Through all those. Right. And then maybe some way to like spin it around so you can actually see the back because as you know, you try to turn your face to show different yeah. angles of it, it will disappear when it can't see your face anymore. Right. And we have some more stuff. How about a thunder helm? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> this, is, this is the thing that really opened up my eyes in terms of being able to visualize one-to-one -one scale, uh, the ratio of what the, uh, the circuit boards look like. You can also test out what your costume and props will look right. like on your head. And your helmet. And your helmets. Uh, they do have like hand tracking, but that only works on Facebook. Uh, so we'll continue trying the, at least the plane trackers. You can see how big, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I don't think you show the full scale of what you're prototyping, but you can see at least how big it'll be in your work area. Right. And we're working on other ones. Chicken that's, nuggets. Yeah, that's not the final one. They're supposed to block my face out. You can see under the helmet. That's funny. Uh -huh. This so there's is a Daft Punk helmet that we made a little bit ago. And uh, it's pulling. It's actually, you can kind of see it. My, uh, the video is actually pulling through the visor so you can change the material in the visor separately so that you can actually see my face, my eyes. Pretty cool. So we're working on that one and probably other ones. So uh, this might be a new thing we start doing. Yeah, so for every project, we'll be able to release what the actual models will actually look like. Uh, Teleputer is saying that um, tech of the future, they're going to models on your face, so you could actually visualize what it would look like on your print area, and would this actually fit oh, on your funny. printer? Yeah. This is other nice little promotional ones. We yeah, these, Blinka, yeah, this eyes. is like the transition that we made in After Effects. <laughs> we, we made that a filter. So if you're a motion graphics artist, you can now create filters by following this Stephanie's tutorial. Yeah, I think the craziest thing is after we saw this, um, one of the agencies that I followed, one of the directors was like, hey, I was uh, uh, luckily enough to be the Instagram AR filter director for Taylor Swift's director new, of, <laughs> for Taylor Swift's of new Instagram album release. Filter. So it's like, whoa, it's already a, a, a thing that you can actually use. And, make money off of yeah <laughs> this is so cool in terms of visualizing what you know the project that you're working on the circuit boards again we we're saying this is kind of creepy but so cool being able to put textures and uh, all this like animating like the uh, visualization of like where the traces on the boards are or how you can hook things up or install it into an enclosure, like the order of operation <laughs> to install something. You can animate all that stuff in there. We're still going through what Spark AR, like how it wants to handle formats or some of the settings, and then we're still figuring all the, that stuff out. Let's see if you can see my face from that angle. Yeah, it's so cool. This is so what we will happens when designers get their hands on these amazing tools. This is great. <laughs> it's so crazy. Do you like my new makeup? <laughs> anyway, that is the Spark AR stuff. Definitely check it out. Go to the uh, Adafruit Instagram, Instagram page. And one released can... at least once every week. We've got a bunch already 
stockpiled. It's a free completed. download. You don't need a like, you need a Facebook account. That's about it. I think so, yeah. Or, or an Instagram account that. or whatever. Yeah, because that's how it works. Yeah, I want to echo Mr. Certainly's comment on as uh, someone who generally avoids social media platforms, usually unnecessarily, I actually rather impressed with this tech. Yeah. You have to try it out. Yeah, it was it like our exact yeah, same we too. thought. We when I saw the uh, tutorial for that, I was like, oh, I don't want to put like funky stuff on my face. But it just so happened that we had the monster mask um, product, which it, it goes on your face, so it just made oh, you, too much sense. Me. To put I that instantly on there. thought of that. I was like, "What?" <laughs> this is. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw like little breakdown, it was like that scene in Jurassic Park where the girl <laughs> finds out that I know this. I know this Unix right. system. I was like, right. you, I remember you're just Shake. using Maya to yeah. uh -huh. to do all that all the animation. I could put your F, F, FBX FBX file. I know how to do all this, and mm -hmm. then. You know, three days later, we had like all these filters mm -hmm. and a whole workflow of uh, how we're going to launch these every single week. Yeah, again, shout out to Stephanie. You made a really good thorough walkthrough mm -hmm. of how to do it. Yeah, 10 minutes and you're good to go in terms of, uh, you know, she doesn't cover like, you know, she does modeling cover. Right. or it's all setting up assets, your animation. No, we're, we're going to do a video where it's how to get your our project assets. files. Yeah. Our 3D files, right. get them in an animation program. So we're doing a learn guide oh, yeah. on how to create a filter, how to really get your, how to get 3D assets mm -hmm. into Spark AR and make how a filter range out of them. So your nodes are all properly connected to your shaders yeah. and uh, getting all your materials all nice okay. and uh, how Spark AR wants to have them connected and then doing animations, having your, uh, your animation scripts so they mm -hmm. all run properly, so they're all grouped. Uh, so they all work together. Yeah, and then there's so. some hand tracking stuff we can do. Maybe we can track some props to our hands and yeah. things like that, gloves, yeah. other mm -hmm. things like that. So there's a lot of ideas and things to work with. So not enough time in a day. Oh my God, yeah. There's so many other stuff yeah. we gotta work on too cool. in conjunction with this, but lots of uh, filters coming out. So be sure to follow Path the Instagram dunk. account. <laughs> That's a good one. What? Path Dunk instead of Daft Punk. Oh. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so Gyroid, 10% off. You can support the show and support your maker habits. We're gonna talk about, uh, did we talk about Mickey years yet? We kind of did, right? We're still in prototyping, so yeah, let's yeah. go ahead and look at next week's project. We looked at the NeoPixel, the Neon NeoPixel strip uh, a couple weeks ago, and here's what they look like compared to the regular NeoPixel <laughs> strip. They look it looks so like, amazing. It, it looks great. like neon. It is neon, but not neon. They're neopixels, right? Mm -hmm. They're one data line. They're all individually addressable. They work with Arduino. They work with MakeCode and CircuitPython. This is running off of a Gemma M0. And it has a little bit of magic that makes it interactive. When you shake your head, you get a little sparkle animation. Let's see if I can... Oh, I don't have it here. The assets. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I got showing rid of the. Oh, this one. Oh, this one just shows how intense the brightness looks like in yeah, comparison little, to the two. A little difficult to get on video. Yeah. Um, even this camera here won't, can't even really see them glowing it, even right. though they're pretty bright. So, but man, I am in love with the look of these. Yeah, look at that. You can't even see them. Oh, we're such <laughs> Mickey heads. Yeah, you can't even see them. They don't even look like they're on. Yeah. So but that's how we got this video. Week. Yeah, this camera is very specific to. Mm -hmm. uh, I could play around the aperture, but I'll be here all day. But anyway, the uh, the Snapchats captured it super nice. The colors are very vibrant and vivid. Yeah, yeah so, so it looks like uh, real life. Yeah, so there's interactivity in it, like you were saying when you shake your head, doing on that one. 
you can see the little firework animation going yeah, on there. Sparkles. There's a little theater chase. We have this brightness set pretty low as well for the cameras. Yeah. So go. the one that you're running is, or the one that you got on is running a Trinket M0 with the LIS 3DH. Mm -hmm. And this was all programmed inside of MakeCode. You have the ability to uh, see a circuit diagram inside of the maker.makecode version of it. It's the same That's thing, right. it's just a different website. That's right. Uh, works with a bunch of different boards. You can see the list of all the ones that are supported there. Yep. And you go to maker.makecode.com. You get trinkets, gemmas. Yeah, this is great. Feathers. If you don't, yeah, so it's a block-based editor. You could also go into Python and JavaScript mode. Mm -hmm. um, but you have a simulator here, and the simulator gives you a wiring diagram that is automatically generated for you, so cool. uh, depending on what your blocks are. I think you are. go to edit. Oh, there, there it is. So there's our gem M0. These are the data wires. And you can see here when you roll over them that it's completely interactive. You can change these out if you want. This is the NeoPixel strip. And uh, it's just a way to show the animations are happening here. You have a breadboard, and you can wire things if you want. And as you are programming your blocks, you can test it out in the simulator without having to uh, run hardware yet. And this is really easy how it is, uh, how the animations are made. They're canned animations that are like built into MakeCode. So we have an assortment of different ones. You can run them for a certain amount of time. You can add some logic in here, add some counters if you want. Um, add some conditionals. Uh, we really just want it so that when you, when uh, the, when the, what is it, the tilt ball switch, that's what it's called, <laughs> tilt ball switch, when that is up, when it's like, when it gets pulled up, it basically says, hey, run this animation for three seconds. Stop all the animations and run them all. The way you can create a strip is with this set strip, uh, too, and then you can say what pin you want and how many pixels you have. Mm. And that's how easy it is. We have a full uh, playlist we'll talk by John this. Park on how to, how to assign and create different uh, NeoPixel strips on your boards using MakeCode. Yeah, you can do a bunch of different uh, logic to it. I think last week's video was on sub NeoPixel strips. So you could have like, yeah, split exactly. up. And you'll pick yeah, so have like different so colors. One ear would be red and the other one would be exactly. blue or whatever. So definitely check out that whole playlist. It's what we watch when we want to learn how to do some logic in here. Right. Uh, the trinket one is really cool too because it shows you exactly what pin for the LIS3DH to attach oh, to yeah. the trinket. Do I have that one? I don't think I have it on there. It Let's might go be to maker.makecode. Oh, there it there is. It yeah. Is. Trinket yep. M0. And check out this wiring uh, diagram. Yeah. Mr. Certainly is saying, okay, I'm blown away by the dynamic generated yeah, wiring so diagram. Nuts, it dude. is amazing. So here it is, it's full screen it. Check so when you're doing out. an accelerometer, moving the mouse around to move the whole wiring diagram is just so clever to do that. Mm -hmm. So right now it's printing the sparkle animation there when I shook it. There's your accelerometer. Um, it runs a, quite a few different chipset yeah. accelerometers, and a couple it, of the phones are supported. All the smarts just knows how to bring in the libraries for you. Oh, amazing. So whether you're using the LIS3DH or the Max mm -hmm. MSP 4 to 1, 28,000, doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it, it's supported. There's, a, there's a, somewhere up here that says what's supported. Um, you can change the board here. Here's all this the supported board. A ton of boards, yeah. not just the Adafruit Basically ones. everything that's an M0. Itsy Bitsy, Feather, whatever format you like. Meow Meow. Meow Meow. Love the Meow Meow. Scroll down, scroll down so everybody can see. Not just Adafruit, man. Spark Funds. This is Tinko Funds. Red Bear Fun. And this is fun. definitely how to get to mass market designers who, you know, don't have that coding brain or... That sounds uh, like me! <laughs> 
we were able to make this awesome project. Yeah, so definitely check out maker.makehood.com. And don't forget, 10% off gyroids. Right. It's like that segue, bam. <laughs> we'll take a more in-depth look at setting oh up the gosh. NeoPixel Oh my status rings. on the 3D scanner. Oh, Dave Estelle's, I don't no, know. No, 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 I think it was, Lamar's been busy. We have oh, to go through and like awesome. do some hardcore coding. Yeah, there's that's what's going on. Yeah, we got the there's hardware. No problem, there's some porting going on. Yeah, it's either some web happen. stuff. It's like some web socket. I don't know, man. I don't know. Sorry. It's, it's something complicated. <laughs> Maybe it'll happen. Yeah, it's something on the realm of yeah, software. stuff is not easy. Uh, Bill uh, Bill Binko is asking the hey, monster glasses. Are they on our 3D uh, library and GitHub? They will be soon. I have. Uh, I'll send it. I'll, I'll do it after the show. Good. Thanks for the reminder. Where are they? They're here somewhere. Did yes. I delete them? There they are. I did it. I just haven't thrown it up on GitHub yet. Shame on me. <laughs> I know. Would, Too much stuff to do. This anyway, AR stuff really threw it. I know. We had meetings on oh. Thursday or Friday, and Phil was like, check this out. And the entire weekend, <laughs> this is what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll get that out to you yeah. after the show. All right. Still moving, right? Yes. I'll save this for next week because we're out of time. Well, are we out of time? Uh, Not really. We'll just quickly show okay. another thing we're prototyping. Yeah. New prop maker project. This is going to be the Doom Hammer from World of Warcraft. Shout out to Bill Doran of Punish Prop for making awesome vector artwork. I took his template and made a 3D model of the Doom Hammer. It's this giant hammer. I'm going to make it light up. If you check out his Instagram, it. you can see what the prototype of the complete build looks like. Yeah, so what I have here is like uh, sort of like the core. This whole piece is going to get fitted inside the hammer. It has the speaker on the bottom. It's got the Feather M4 and the Prop Maker Featherwing in this little mounted area. I have NeoPixel strips that are uh, going across here. They're just taped to the side of this little kind of mount. And then the battery has these little clips so the battery is able to fit on that same mount. And then the NeoPixel ring is, is uh, fitted on the circular mount that also gets press fitted onto the battery. So you have like this whole little kind of unibody, sort of. And uh, I have these magnets here so that this can come off like that. There would be a little gem piece here that gets glued on top. That way you can easily get to the USB port for programming and for battery recharging. This, uh, this little slide switch will probably get mounted to one of the surfaces here. Uh, but let's go ahead and turn it on. Ow. <laughs> uh, and that's what it looks like. So this is running the exact same code from the Master Sword Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, project. So it's the exact same code, it's like the same sound effects, just to get it up and running. It uses the uh, LIS3DH on the uh, prop maker to do some swing detects and hit detects. And I, I need to change the sensitivity because it's a little too sensitive, but you can change the colors, you can change the animations. And uh, of course the sound effects. All running on circuit Python. So you, pl you plug Ooh. this in and you can see the code. You can see all the assets that are on there. It mounts like a USB drive. Mounts like a USB drive, which is really excellent. And you have uh, like two megabytes of spy flash. So you can store all sorts of assets. And that's a little mini over speaker. Yeah, so that's the little, the next prop project. I really like this because like mostly when I'm doing a lightsaber or I'm doing a some sort of ray blaster. You always have buttons and other things that are attached to the part. 
it's, it's, it's really rare that you can take all of the electronics out of the prop and have a good time. So this one does that. This is the first one where like all of the stuff is right here. The battery, the pixels, the speaker, and the switch. There's no other buttons or anything on the hammer. It's all interactive swings. Uh, and then again, to turn it on and off, I have a little magnet cover <laughs> that will hopefully not the polarization correct? There it is. Yeah. And again, I'll have a little gem here glued on top to cover that up. So there you go. There's a little call it the prop maker core. Prop maker core. Yeah. So you, you, and then you screw it in. There's a little thread here. You screw it into the, the hammer, the box oh, cool. here. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I'm really happy with it. So more stuff to come on that. Still working on it. Going over the notes here. I think we have to jump into this week's community makes oh no shop yeah. talk still yeah the neo stuff we have continue a continuation of the cr10s oh. pro real quick though before we oh. finish with the neon we have two in stock right now for 35 bucks use that coupon code it'll get you 10 percent off that so we only have two left in stock if you really want to get this awesome lighting effect you want to play with neo pixels this is already weather proofed and all that so mm -hmm. check it out very, very nice strip. Okay, now we can move on to Shop Talk. The right. Wham Bam Flexi Plate we're taking a look at for the CR10S Pro. New no, printer no in the shop here. There it is. Is this it? Yeah, so one of the standard ones that it comes with is, you know, just an aluminum bed. Want to try out one of these new uh, flexible build plates with the magnetic plate on top. So what I'm doing here is just showing the insulation. It's super easy. You don't have to remove anything. You're just pretty much sticking on this metal flexi plate onto the existing bed. And this works with a number of different printers. They have some for the Ultimakers, the Prusas. I do have one for the Prus right now, but for whatever reason, it's not sticking as well anymore. The powder coated PEI. These guys are using PEX. What? Yeah, so not PEI, PEX, which cool. does a really good job of sticking and releasing uh, PLA. Uh, I haven't tried any other material since that's what pretty much we always use, PLA or uh, Ninja Flex, but it did an excellent job. I think I have another footage here of printing that Thunder Helm. Oh, that's no, all I got. I show it. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. But definitely check it out uh, or take a look at uh, any of the uh, flexible build systems that will make moving parts a lot more so easier. Nice. I had to chisel that off and as you can see <laughs> there was a chisel. bunch of parts that got stuck onto that. Yeah. Super easy to install. Definitely recommend adding no glue, that to no your mess, printer. No fuss, no butts. Certainly no coconuts. <laughs> Good job here. That's great. So shout out for their awesome little flexi build plate and the PEX which I've never used before. PEX. You hear that Kirby? Not PEI, PEX. That's the next frontier. <laughs> Cool. All right. And that's some shop talks. All right, we're going to jump into community makes. <laughs> we have a time lapse this week. I hope it's the right video. Yay, it is. <laughs> I think we actually showed this at the beginning of the year. This is the Star Trek phaser. Careful, set, don't have it. Set it, it to not break. <laughs> set it to not, don't stun. <laughs> don't stun me. So this week's, uh, oh man, I forgot who modeled it. Uh, Shipbrook. 
Shipper. did an excellent job of making a really detailed model. All these pieces are actually hollowed out, so you can actually add electronics to them. Mm. So little knobs turn, a little uh, buttons spring, little spring inside there to it's actually so hold all of the little latch there. Mm -hmm. That's actually a working latch. It's all snap fit. No glue. Snap fits. Uh, no glue yet. You can glue it though. Mm -hmm. uh, you can add things to like the handle to the inside of that. Cool. Take so a look if you at go it. over to the overhead, what it looks like, you can do all your post processing uh, when they're still in individual pieces. When I mean individual pieces, I mean individual pieces. <laughs> like right this thing has all these little parts you can easily detail and paint, weather and all that. Like I was saying before, this little button right here is actually hooked up to a little latch here that lets you remove Dang, uh, a detail. Yeah, all this detail on there. This is all hollow too, so you can add more, add more electronics in there. And you can Where's see the spring? little spring that's actually hooked up to this little guy here. So you're gonna have it actuate something. It's this really cool mesh here. Yeah. Um, little knob for controlling some other sound effect or something. And then I printed these in Ninja Flex uh, clear. Screw. So you can have like the um, lights shining through there. Same thing with the little tip here. This has got to be multiple turns. pieces. Yeah, it was all multiple pieces. All that, the stuff on the side was all glued on. Ah, okay, um, so there is a little bit of glue. There's a, yeah, for all the detail on this. There's some glue here and there. Very cool. A uh, couple snap fit parts for the two halves that join together. When and you look at it, it's kind of hard to figure out well, what orientation was this printed on because there's so many pieces. Yeah. And that's what's really cool about it. It's like mm -hmm. you can't tell that it's where, how it was printed. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is an excellent model. I definitely yeah. want to revisit this to add electronics to it. I've been holding on to it for like about a year and finally I was like, oh man, I don't have any more uh, Halloween themed uh, time lapses. So there we go. Perfect timing since it does take about a day or two to completely print all the parts. If you got one printer, yeah. Yeah. So Let's definitely. Head over to the website. Oh, Thingiverse. Oh. <laughs> That's fine. You can get the link on. Uh, oh, there it is. I was going to say the images won't load. Yeah, yeah here's fantastic you can weathering. See, uh, all the weathering that you did on it. Weathering, Looks whatever you excellent. call it. Excellent. Uh, Post processing. Here's a look at the hinge. Yeah, thing. that's how the hinge little mechanism. hinge works. So he did an excellent job yeah. on that. If you go to his designs and his profile, when you click on the name, see the designs. He's done a lot of really cool Star Trek themed Com scanner projects. So cool. Sweet. What? He even has like uh, epaulets for like uh, suits and stuff. Mm -hmm. Definitely check out all these awesome projects. Very cool. Shipwreck, I'm gonna follow. Huge shout out. <laughs> this is such an excellent model. Yay. Cool, so check it out. Free download. And shout out to Shipbrook for sharing it on the socials. All right, that's this week's Community Makes. Got some questions here. Teleputer is saying the Prusa is not looking that good. Yeah, so the most common reason why it doesn't look good is because I'm taking a time-lapse photo. I'm taking a time-lapse photo with a DSLR camera, which doesn't, you need like a low shutter speed to get all the lighting correctly. Mm -hmm. So when the uh, printer head parks, it has to park for like 10 seconds until I get that whole 
uh, shutter speed. That's what it looks, the picture looks so mm -hmm. good. It's 5K, Yeah. so I can't really do anything about that. I actually print it twice, once in the time-lapse mode and once without the time-lapse. So Is this the time-lapse mode? Or? That's actually the time-lapse mode, yeah. So sometimes it, it's okay. Oh, you, you're probably talking about all the um, the oozing. Yeah, I can't do anything about the that. Streams. I've tried, yeah, the stream. So I've tried a lot of settings. It's not worth my time to figure it's it out. It's a Prusa MK2. That's another point. It's, it's not an the older, S, it's, it's not an the older three. Prusa. It's yeah. an older Prusa. Yeah. So that's why they don't look the best yeah. in the time lapses because yeah. of the DSLR, the shutter speed mm -hmm. that I have to use for it. Yeah, Prusa, if you're listening. Well, they can't that. do anything about it. It's a, it's no, I'm old, like saying we can, old model. we can use a new one. <laughs> well, we'll make videos about it. <laughs> Other comments. Uh, Mr. Lee is saying, is a Toy Story paper towels required for installation? I would say yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good eye. I didn't even notice. Uh, Plinkston on the Discord is asking, how does it compare to the King uh, build plate? I've never heard it's of a that King one. Build plate. There's a so link, many please. different, yeah, no. Anytime you talk about something, link it, Give please. Link. I've never heard of King. For that case, I never heard about Wham Bam either until uh, everybody. Wham Bam, you upside your head. <laughs> I was in, I'm in the, uh, the Facebook group for the CR10 and that's what everybody was recommending. Oh, that's a good idea. Facebook group. Facebook group. Cool. All right, we're at a good stopping point. Uh, yeah. We covered all the stuff. Are there any videos that we didn't show? Going over through the notes here. Hammer. We got a show and tell it. tonight. Yes. All right. Heading on over to the after shows. So we got a show and tell. It is working out really well with Stream Deck. No. Crap. I forgot the name. StreamYard. Yes. This is a new video service thing for doing these type of hangouts where we invite people from the community to come in and share their projects with us. And all participants get a free vinyl sticker. So you get some freebies when you attend. And then shortly after Show and Tell, there's Ask Engineer with Lamar and Phil. It's on every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, where they talk about new products, open source hardware, community news, and at the end of the show, you get to ask Lamar anything you want, and she will give away whatever uh, the new product for the week is. Whatever the new product is. The last week, she gave out some Halloween masks, even though we didn't have any in stock. She still has we allocated have stuff. Um, for the show as promo material. So get yourself a free latest and greatest Adafruit thing before it's sold out by just calling up the number at the end of the show. You gotta call, you have to call her. Mm -hmm. And she'll ask you questions like, what's your name? Where are you calling from? What are you making? <laughs> the people who are posting the, uh, the King Flexi Bed, when I type that in Google, I get Tempur-Pudic beds <laughs> that's good yeah so please link that yeah. one so i well maybe you got to put a 3d printer in the front of that i uh, that that's what i put in there. i must know what the king of all beds are <laughs> king bed funny all right well gyroid is the coupon code don't forget support the show support yourselves make your habits mm -hmm. get all the free stuff there's more free stuff remember every order gets a free blinko sticker and then tomorrow, we have another show with John Park. It's John Park's show, John Park's workshop, every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. John will cover the latest stuff going on with Make Code. 
sometimes CircuitPython, and uh, every quarter we take a look at all of the AdaBox projects. Correct. I think he's gearing up for those right now, so definitely mm -hmm. tune in so you can get a clue what's going to be included. Yep. And see all the projects he's working on, all of the techniques to get you to those project goals. Cool. All right. Hmm. I think that is it. Don't forget coupon code. Coupon code is gyroid. We'll have another one tonight and tomorrow with Jump Park Show. So check, tune in to find out what it is. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be it. We're gonna do the Disney thing over the weekend. Get their shots of these, of these, uh, of these ears. Yeah. If you guys got any recommendations, if you've been to Galaxy's Edge, what stuff do we need to check out? What's, All the stuff. What foods do we need to eat? I want the green milk. <laughs> the one with the rum. Yeah. And, <laughs> and my, Make me unsettle. <laughs> Not a rum guy, more of a. I think the other one had tequila whiskey. or something. I don't know. I'm more of a whiskey guy. All right, guys, gonna do it for this week. Yep. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget, we're doing the things tonight, the show and tell. And we invite you to come on. So that's it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget, good luck with all your maker endeavors. And don't forget, make a great day. That's it. Bye, folks. Yay.